Welcome to episode 30 of the Lovecraft Tapes, an actual play Call of Cthulhu 7th edition RPG podcast using Roll20.net. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore. Tonight, your investigators of the unknown are Gabe as Roy Arroyo. I really like the movie The The Usual Suspects because it's pretty unusual. Brian as Samantha Blaine. Usual Suspects? We don't even have a suspect. And Matt as Dan Williams. You know, I really hope that Roy knows how to drive stick because if he doesn't, that truck is in trouble. I'm glad you said truck. I'm glad you said stick. <laughs> I'm glad you said my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how's everybody doing tonight? What are we eating and drinking? I'm drinking Stone Day Slayer. It's a collaboration with Maine Brewing. Uh, I'm drinking water because, you know, it's kind of essential. I'm drinking Matt's water. Stop it, Gabe. I told you to get your own. No. Don't make me stop this car. For those at home, me and Matt actually record in the same room, one foot away from each other. Mm-hmm. That's not a foot. You're like you're like an annoying ex-girlfriend who said she didn't want anything to eat or drink, and then whenever I got something to eat or drink, would just eat and drink whatever I got to eat and drink. Well, you know what? Water's essential. You said so yourself. Which is what, exactly why I'm drinking Rochester Mills Milkshake Stout. Because it's mostly water. It brings all the boys to the yard. Question is, though, is it better than yours? No, of course not. And I think there's a pork chop in every can. That'd be a smoked porter, wouldn't it? Ooh. I'm actually, uh, I am brewing a Rauch beer later this uh, in the fall. Gesundheit. So that that will be an actually a smoked beer. You're excused. I don't think you can roll it. It's too wet. Let's take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey you! Yeah, you, the one cleaning up that dead body. Have you ever wished that crime scene cleanup didn't involve hours of scrubbing on your hands and knees? You have? Good! Cause boy howdy, does Herbert West Labs have the new and exciting cleaning product for you! Introducing Evidence Be Gone, the crime scene cleaner's best friend. Packed with new and exciting cutting edge crime scene evidence busting technology, With our product, you'll never have to worry about leaving traces of the crime behind. Evidence Be Gone has been proven to obliterate blood, DNA, hair, fingerprints, and any other biological evidence that can tie you to the crime. In a pinch, Evidence Be Gone can also be used to dissolve any video evidence such as cameras, videotapes, DVDs, hard drives, flash drives, and just computers in general. Just... Pour it on and watch that puppy sizzle and melt. Evidence Be Gone has been thoroughly tested here at HW Industries by a recent federal investigation into HW Industries for alleged inhumane business practices. (laughs) Oh boy. Look, we came out unscathed, so you can too. If it's good enough to fool the FBI, CIA, DEA, FAA, FCC, ATF... DNR, and the DMV, well, then we can guarantee you'll never have to worry about being caught sacrificing those neighborhood brats to the old ones for your eternal youth and power ever again. Evidence be gone. New from Herbert West Labs. Remember, kids, if it's not West, it's not the best. And we're back. That was quick. I said quick. How much did we get for that one? $1,000 each. I think you mean 37 cents. That's what I said. 37 yeah. cents. Yeah. yeah. Don't spend it all in one place, Junior. Let's launch into a segment I like to call Cthulhu Rules. 
On page 91 of the Keeper's Handbook, we have a section called Bonus and Penalty Dice. This is a dynamic that is essential to the game, but we have not really used it, have we? Good thing it's essential. We're smart. Who wants to use those boner dice anyway? In certain situations, conditions may warrant a bonus or penalty die for a particular role, usually an opposed skill role. For instance, let's say Samantha wishes to leap from one rooftop to another during a thunderstorm in pounding rain. That might warrant a penalty die to the jump. Or if Dan is trying to pickpocket a senile old man, that might warrant a bonus die to sleight of hand. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I love pickpocketing senile old guys. Here, I think you dropped this. It's a hobby. So if conditions are favorable, you get a bonus die. If they're unfavorable, you get a penalty die. In both instances, you add D10 to your D100 roll. If it's a penalty, you must take the higher roll. If it's a bonus, you get to take the lower result. So for example, if Samantha's jump skill is, let's say, 30, and you rolled a 21 during a thunderstorm, pounding rain, that would be ordinarily a success. But you have to roll the penalty die, and if that's a 6, that makes you roll a 61 instead of a 21. Oh, jeez. And you fail. And you fail. And you're dead. Conversely, if your sleight of hand uh, skill, Dan, is, let's say, 40, and you rolled a 72, which would be a failure, but the guy is senile and he's old and he can't barely hear you, and your bonus die was a 2, that makes it a 21. And you automatically succeed. Wow. So essentially you take the better or worse of the die combinations. Huh. Cool. Makes sense? Yeah. This is usually only used uh, when there is an extreme situation or if there is some sort of opposed role. So let's say a power role, which is sort of like an indication of um, willpower, for instance. So you're going toe-to-toe with somebody who is trying to cast a spell on you, for instance. Uh, and you know maybe uh, you already have taken five sanity damage, and so I might give you a penalty role in that case because you're already suffering under some condition that might make sense. So I'll apply that where necessary, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. Nice. And now, let's catch up with the current scenario. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. The investigators have been plagued by a series of hallucinatory images while digging deeper into the mystery of the Stuart Porton's diary. Dan seems particularly affected, having encountered a shadowy presence in the bowels of the police station, witnessing a still photo of the book becoming animated, and misreading a medication label. They visit Arkham Independent Realty and manage to sweet-talk Phyllis Gagney into giving them the address of the estate sale from where the book originated at 42 East Arkham. Roy decides to head up to South Walpole with Bugsy and arrange to meet George Portman in prison. Meanwhile, Samantha and Dan visit 42 East Arkham, but are unable to find anything interesting. They head back to the police station where they discover Caitlin is now secluded with the FBI as they track her husband and children. Luckily, Officer Tina Quillen knows all about Emily Schumacher. And now we continue episode 30. It is Monday afternoon. Dan and Samantha. Yeah, I'm someone. You're standing in the Arkham Police Station, Officer Quillen having just informed you about Emily Schumacher's suicide at 42 East Arkham Street. 
That's one way to go, she says. Drugging and raping a teen? Sheesh. She might not have lasted long in the penitentiary. Suicide? You, that's, uh... Huh. Out of left field? Interesting. Stage left field, or...? Stage left field. Obviously. Not house left. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's... It's all right here. It's kind of strange. I mean, but I don't blame her, I guess. That's one way to think about it. I mean, if you do something that crazy, right. that disgusting, that vile, I'm just glad uh, we were able to stop her before she uh, hurt any other kids. You stopped her? Well, she was... Uh, she stopped herself. She stopped herself, yeah. Eventually she stopped. So did you just admit to a murder? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty! Suicide! may. Case closed. I wonder what would make her do that. This whole thing is very bizarre. What whole thing? Well, I'm not telling you that. It's gross. I'm just a rookie. You can tell me everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, when I was three and my parents <laughs> dropped me, they... Oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and? <laughs> yes, and? I mean, it seems like that book really screws with anyone who gets their hands on it. Uh, I agree. I- I'm a little bit worried, Dan. We got our hands on it. Well, technically, Roy is the only one who greasy palmed it, so... But we've seen it, and I don't think you have to actually touch it for it to affect you. You've seen it. You've seen what it does. From what you've told me, it's it's already affecting us. I need to find a... either figure out what kind of power this book has, and maybe we can find a way to, to counteract it or disenchant it or whatnot, or... Why don't we, we try to burn it? That's another thing. Uh, there has to be some sort of way to destroy the thing. Fire's always been a pretty good way to destroy just about everything. And if not, I have 21 points in demolitions I've been itching to try and use. When does Roy get back? Do we know? Uh, it's him and Bugsy, and they're going to be near a screen door factory. Only God knows how long this is going to take for them to get back. Because I don't really want to touch the book to light it on fire. And I don't think we should burn down Blaine Manor. <laughs> I was going to say, we just burn the entire house down around the book, but... Uh, yeah, that, that, that probably wasn't my brightest idea. I'm rubbing off on you, Dane. Oh, gross. Gross. You are not. You're at a screen door factory. <laughs> Stop trying to rub one off on me, Roy. That's just wrong. I'm not sure where we can go from here, honey. Do you have any ideas? Officer Quinlan says, don't call me honey. <laughs> nice try. Hey, Dan, can you step outside? No. <laughs> you mean I can't shoot this one on my phone? I mean, I have the camera and... All right, let's go. And push him out the door. Thank you for your time. But, we appreciate but red it. Red tube is waiting. As you turn to go, uh, Officer Barfellow, Detective Barfellow, oh. approaches the front counter. He's like, "Hey, Quinlan. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had company. It's a freaking police station, dude. <laughs> People come in a lot. <laughs> oh, it's that kind of station. Hey, who's your friend here? She looks uh, looks kind of nice. Excuse me. Oh, uh, yeah, you look familiar. You. You're Samantha Blaine, aren't you? Yes, I am. I think I knew your dad once upon a time. Did you? Yeah, Ch- Chucky, right? Uh, no, Charles. Yeah, well, we call him Chucky down at the club. He didn't like you guys very much. He didn't believe in clubs, okay? Clubs killed his parents! He appreciated <laughs> sandwiches all the time. <laughs> yes, he did. He did like a good sandwich. You were uh, right. Yeah, no arguments. You were always offering to make him a sandwich, I believe, when you were a youngin'? That's true. I remember you... you when you were a kid. Yeah. I don't remember you. Well, you know, we all sound alike. That's true. We're all played by the same guys. That's true. That's true. How come everyone in Maine has a New York accent? I know, right? Hmm. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, you were were a cute kid anyways. Thank you. uh, Chucky would come down and play some poker occasionally. Have you heard anything from my dad? No, not since uh, he had some fun up in Deerfield. 
<laughs> what do you mean by that? No, you know, you were there. Yeah, I was there with him. I, re- I read the records. By my side the whole time. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, there's uh, the official story and then there's uh, what you don't read in the papers. And what's that? Well, you know, some folks are saying... Uh, yes, and? Some folks are saying, uh, you know, maybe your dad's not... Uh, kind of went off the deep end there. Well, uh, why do you think it went off the deep end? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to grab Sam and... Okay, we have, we, have, we have things to go investigate. Come on. And I'm just going to... You have it. a good day. Uh, as you... Tr- you have a good day. As you turn around to huffily walk out, you you see uh, uh, Barfellow's like, Oh, we... Oh, Oh, the Emily Schumacher thing. You know something about Emily? She She's the one who committed suicide, right? That's what people are thinking, yeah. It's the official record. You know, it's weird because she got caught, like, coming on to a kid and, like, drugged and raped her, just like that George Portman guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're uh, thinking there might be uh, some sort of link between them, you know? Yeah, we looked at that. I mean, you know, they, they lived in different houses, you know, we didn't see any kind of link between them. Do you guys know something we don't? Did you guys find any drugs at either scene? Yeah, yeah, both both scenes had the, the ketamine stuff. Ketamine hydrochloride? You didn't think that that was strange? They both had the same scenario of picking up a teenager and raping the teenager with the same drug? It's a date rape drug, you know, what are you going to do? Well, not date rape. They wanted a little piece of something and uh, they went on and got it. You're a class act, you know that? Well, thank you, thank you. That coming from you, that's pretty good there, Blaine. Yeah, let me write this word down for you. Slide him over a paper that says sarcasm. And, and he sort of uh, shoulders Officer Quinlan aside. He's like, hey, hang on a sec here. And he starts typing on the uh, computer. And he, he swivels the screen around. He's like, hey, did you, guys, uh, did you guys see this? A computer screen? Yeah, I saw it when I came in. He basically shows you a little snippet of a sort of a court record. Brian, uh, Brian why don't you go ahead and read that? Uh, a jury today found George Portman of Arkham guilty of rape and murder of Miskatonic University junior Rhonda Jackman. Mr. Portman visibly broke down as the verdict was read. Jackman's family was also visibly upset. Portman is set to be sentenced tomorrow at Salem District Court. Yeah, that, that Portman's uh, quite the character. Yeah, last uh, I heard he was, uh, what, MCI Cedar Junction up near Walpole? Yep, he's up there to rot. For life, probably. Maybe we just like fishing for the weird. You have to admit, there, there's there's a little something there that stops and makes you think for a second. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, though. I mean, just, there's no connection that we could tell, other than that uh, day rape thing. But, you know, it's not like they're the first ones to think of it. Were there any, uh, this is going to sound probably weird, were there any books or anything found at, at the locations? At the murders? At the... Well, I don't know. Rapes? Not that I can tell. What is... Well, you can tell. It's okay. No, I mean, uh, you know, what do what books got to do with anything? Well, we're not sure yet. Yeah. But we're finding a, uh, a link between this book called My Life. It's a diary, actually. A diary? Yeah, it's something you write your thoughts in. Yeah, I know what a diary is. What's oh, that got to okay. do with anything? I wasn't sure. Thoughts? What are the thoughts? I just say everything that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> hey, just like that beer. Yeah, okay, oh. so we, there's a diary. We were, what about it? They both wrote diaries? Uh, no. Okay, well, yeah, that's very helpful. Emily wrote a blog about this book. Yeah. And then... Yeah, we saw her blog, yeah. The book has similar circumstances in it as to what she did later on after writing about it. George is the nephew to Stuart Portman who did the exact same thing as George did. 
Stuart was the guy who actually owned and wrote the diary. So we're wondering if something's like, I don't know, maybe on the cover of this thing or some chemical that's it's causing people to, to go bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we kind of figured that, uh, who is it, uh, Emily Schumacher, you know, I, we, we think she kind of like made up all that stuff. I mean, she's a blogger. She's looking for attention and whatnot. And uh, Portman had already been thrown in the clink. So she was probably just an attention grabber. Yeah, you're probably right. You ready, Dan? Probably like a copycat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, good good thing she uh, she she had to like have some excuse to rape that kid. You know? Because that happens every day. I think she took the right way out. You know what I'm saying? You think she killed herself as well? Yeah, of course. We found her hanging in a basement. But did she tie the knot? No, she was single. She was not married. Yeah, it was a it was a bed sheet. Interesting. Yeah, pretty common. It's weird though. I mean, most women don't hang themselves. Sexist. Yeah, isn't isn't it true that um men are more likely to commit suicide via hanging than women though? It's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, statistics. You know. Hell of a drug. Uh, it's true. Don't mainline that shit. No. Obviously, you guys are phenomenal detectives, and you have this all under control. Those both cold cases solved. Done. We're just going to be on our way. Thanks for the information. Um, I'm going to drop off a book for you later. I just want to make sure that you get it. I'll put your name on it. Absolutely. I'll, I'll read whatever straight away. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds good. Hey, Dan, let's run to the house real quick. How about we don't? You know, How about we do? Uh, we, we got other things we can do around around town, you know, we... Um... We can, uh, we, can, we can try and get in contact with that real estate lady again, see if we can't get inside the house. I think that might be our next step. Mr. Pointing out the obvious is not helping us too much. <laughs> All right, well, say hello to my dad. Yeah, will do. Yeah, you guys have a good day now. You too. So, uh, Qu- Quinlan, uh, what are you doing later? Yeah. She's with me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave the police station before he tries anything else. All right, as you leave... Again? A couple blocks away... Towards the five and dime, Dan, you spot a figure standing at the mouth of an alleyway between the five and dime and the pharmacy. Dan, Dan, let's go check the cameras. (laughs) 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 That sounds like a brilliant idea. How come no one's tried this before? I'm going to tap Sam on the shoulder. Hey, uh, Sam, do you... Don't touch me. (laughs) You see that guy right over there at the alley between the five and dime and the CVS? Where is he? Just right over there, between uh, that the, like alleyway between the CVS and the Five and Dime. You don't. Oh yeah, I see him. Let me. Samantha, why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden? Oh, so I I don't know if I see him. Give me a second. Pulls out some dice. No, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I see him. I I rolled a 58. I needed a 76. Yeah, you uh, Samantha, you clearly see uh, this figure standing at the mouth of the tunnel, dressed in a long trench coat and a fedora hat. Hmm. Isn't it a little warm for that? Oh, God, it's a neck beard. Run. I think it's Inspector Gadget. Let's go get his autograph. And he looks vaguely familiar. Because he's got such a nice figure. He turns quickly and moves into the alley. Dan, come on, let's go. I'm not one to chase men into dark alleys, but okay. I start to cross the street or wherever it is. Start to go towards the alley. So I guess we're both going to run after him into the alley. <laughs> uh, you go into the alley or go to the mouth of the alley and see that the alley proceeds between the two stores and then hooks left and right. Dan, you go left, I'll go right. 
No, not stage left. Go the other way. Oh, my bad, my bad. So I guess we're going to split up. I'm going left and Sam is going to go right. Yeah. Why don't each of you give me a track roll? I rolled a 16 and I needed a 10, which is actually impressively close for me. Um, I needed a 69 and I rolled a 73, but I'm going to spend four luck points to get it down to 69. All right. Go ahead and mark that on your character sheet. 69. Dan heads left behind the drugstore and Samantha heads right behind the five and dime. After a couple of feet, she sees uh, some footprints in the dust and they lead behind the five and dime and then deeper into uh, some other alleyways that you've never seen before. As you proceed, they become darker and more dank. Damn, that is dank, yo. I'm going to look over my shoulder before I take any more steps and call to Dan. You don't hear any answer. One more time louder. There's no answer. It's almost as if your words are being swallowed. I'm going. You're gone. You proceed for about 20 feet, and then it turns into another alleyway that branches off in three directions. So a straight left and a right? Left, right, and straight, and then the, the straight one sort of hooks to the left again. So the two lefts might go that way. I'm going to look at the ground um, and see if I can see any footprints or anything, if I can see a direction they're going. It clearly goes to the right. Okay, I'm going to go to the right. So you proceed down the right alleyway. It seems as though the network of fire escapes and canopies above are getting more and more cloistered. You glance up and notice that Many of them are askew. They don't appear to be in disrepair, but they're almost as if they were engineered to be offset. You're in Italy. That's what I'm wondering. The alleyway proceeds down for about 10 more feet and turns left into an even darker section. All right, I'm going to pull out my phone and turn on the flashlight and look again to see if I see any footprints still. The footprints are definitely still visible, uh, maybe even more so. There appears to be a lot more dust and debris in this area. Why don't you go ahead and give me a... Language roll. I'm going to say education. I ain't be no Spartan like. You've been doing good so far. I needed a 50. I rolled a 19. No, 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 19. The footprints are very well outlined. And you can see the faint emblem of the brand of shoe being worn. There's a... Small NB in the heel of the footprint. New Balance. And you know that it stands for Nun Bush. Yep, Nun Bush Balance. Nude Beach. Oh. Nike Blues? Nun Bush is a, a, a pretty nice brand. You happen to know this because your father was a favorite purveyor of this brand of shoe. I don't want none unless you got Bush. My heart starts to race, and I look up and pick up the pace a little and quietly but verbally say dad not a yell not a loud voice but you 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 hear a sort of scuffle from around that corner where it turns i rush to the corner dad and you're met with a dead end i fight it and as you round the corner to view this dead end brick wall you see a small piece of paper sort of seesaw through the air and land on the ground I look around, touch the wall, and reach down and pick up the paper. The wall feels damp and dank. There's a bit of lichen and moss 
growing on it. There's a freaking werewolf on the wall? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's impressive. I like it. Wall werewolves are usually really expensive. You reach down and pick up the piece of paper, and it is a thin pamphlet. For the Church of Night. Oh, fuck. Advertising the contented cow in Deerfield, New Hampshire. And it says, visit soon. Roy, you're sitting in a secure room, staring at the gaunt, haggard, and haunted visage of George Portman on the other side of shatterproof glass. The phone is pressed to your ear. Portman's voice slithers through the line like a sibilant snake. Oh, look at us with our alliteration. Welcome, Agent Arroyo. I've been awaiting your presence for a very long time. Well, if he knew it was your birthday, he would have brought you a present. Oh, you have, have you? Well, yes. Your reputation precedes you. It's because I'm great at everything? Yeah. Many of my fellow inmates have crossed paths with you. Thanks. Always glad to meet a fan. It seems you're like a dog with a bone. Unwilling or unable to let buried things rest. Um, that's because dogs are great companions, and I strive to be like that. I knew it was only a matter of time before your curiosity brought you to me. I am pleased to make your acquaintance. Good to meet you as well. Roy, why don't you go ahead and give me a psychology roll? Ooh, oh boy. I need a 10, and I got a 75. Push the roll. Push the roll! He seems to be tired and sort of run down. He looks like pretty much any other inmate you've ever seen. He's just a prisoner. All right. So what what may I do for you? So there's this diary, right? A diary, you say? Yeah, I know. You're a little girl, so you probably have written a few. Well, let me take a wild guess here. A diary called My Life? I mean, yes, but... I'm sure there's several called that, so I need proof that you know which one I'm talking about. Well, have you read it? Um, I threw it against a wall once. That's probably the best reaction you could have had to it. Are you a critic? I'm pretty good. I, um, heard my son's book report once, so... If I were you, I would avoid it at all costs. Do not read that book. Okay. Well, I gotta say... Now I'm pretty intrigued. Oh, I guess I can't do that. I just did an avoid-at-all-costs roll, and I needed a zero, and I got an 88. So I guess that my curiosity is going to be piqued soon. We'll see. What do you know about Stuart Portman? Oh, my great-uncle? I know quite a bit about him. He's evil. How evil? Well, let's just say that he no longer exists in our world. But he's there. He's there in the book. So is this a ghost book? More like a monster book. That book's awesome. No, it's a it's a book I should have never read. I would have been happy and normal if I had never found and opened that damn book. So you're saying? If you're looking to be more normal, you can have a little more fiber in your diet. That's regular, not normal. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> no, he can't. That's why he's not regular. So what you're saying is once you read this book... You start talking cryptically and stupidly? It's not me, it's him. The after effects of him. He he gets out of the book and he gets inside your head. Somehow he's in that book. And then he gets out and you do what he wants. So are we looking at a possession here? I don't know about possession, but 
What I do know about is lumberjacking. <laughs> Hi, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. That's a whole lot of wood. Whoa, whoa. I think to be better safe than sorry, I'd like to have a preacher overseeing this. Preacher won't do any good. Shams, all of them. We'll find the white witch. It's okay. It won't hurt. Faith's always been there when I need it. Well, good luck with that. He is a monster, Stuart Portman, and he will get you if you open that book. You must find it. You must destroy it. Destroy him before he can do it to someone else. It's all in there. Destroy it and destroy him. So if I read the book, will it tell me how to destroy it? No, you fool! <laughs> don't read the book! How do I destroy it? I don't know. Burn it? What? I don't know. <laughs> Just don't go down an alley. <laughs> you get the fang from a basilisk and then stab the book. Oh. I have to drop it into the into the to the fire of Mordor. Fires of Mount Doom in Mordor, where it was forged. You can't simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> That's why we do the fun run. We would drive, idiot. We have a U-Haul and screen doors. But be careful, Agent. He's watching always. Can you give me any advice whatsoever on how to dispose of this? How to evade him? I don't know. I just wish I would have thrown it in the fire long ago. What's the deal with all the ketamine? That's how he does it. He satiates his lust. He drugs them. He rapes them. It wasn't me. I was I was a normal guy. But he tainted me. You sound like a normal guy. <laughs> I did not kidnap her. I did not rape her. I did not kill her. It was him. Monster! How can I be sure you're telling the truth? And at that point, the guards who are behind him sort of start to move in closer to him. It is the truth. You've nothing to lose. Destroy the book. Destroy him. And the guards come and grab him by the shoulders and pull him away as he screams, The monster! The monster! The monster! Guards! Oh, you want us to stay here and look at him? But he can go and no... I need to talk to Stuart. They, they ignore you. And the guard that is on your side who let you into that side says, All set, sir. Think that's it for today. I suppose. So I guess I'll leave, go out, see Bugsy. All right, you're escorted back out to the superintendent. And uh, he's like, So, uh, Mr. Arroyo, have, uh, did you obtain any new information? Nothing concrete, but I have some leads. Oh, really? Uh, leads about what? I need to destroy my life. Really? Well, uh, if there's anything else we can do for you, please feel free to stop by. But uh, in the meantime, Bugsy's waiting for you out in the U-Haul. Um, I will not hear judgments on my lifestyle. It's been very stressful as of late. Enjoy your screen door shopping, sir. Thank you. Enjoy yours. And uh, you exit the uh, prison to where Bugsy is idling in the U-Haul. Hey, Roy, uh, what's up? How'd it go? It went okay. That's good to hear. Good. Not a wasted trip then. You ready to go? I guess. Hey, Bugsy? Yeah? Have you ever had a uh, a problem at the precinct that just wouldn't go away? It'd just keep coming back? Got a hemorrhoid cream if you want some help. Yeah, occasionally you got, you know, that fucking barfella guy, but... I need to get rid of something that just won't go away, and I think I need to destroy it. Yeah, all right. Whatever you want, man. All right, I'm ready to go, if you are. Sure. And uh, he drives you off towards the uh, screen door warehouse emporium i should say emporium all right let's uh skip back to samantha hi everyone hi i'm in this episode two episode two now we're on uh this is three you are in episode two excuse me i have to go then Um. exit right (laughs) 
have no enough stage right. So Sam. I'm going to put my hand on the wall again. He goes, what does this mean? I don't understand. There's no answer. I'll put it in another corner. Then the fortune teller goes, Do not question Zoltan. You will be big tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I turn and I yell, Dan, can you hear me? Dan, you hear uh, Samantha's faint voice calling down the opposite alley. I'm going to spin around and, and start heading towards the sound of her voice. I keep walking away going, Dan. <laughs> Damn it, she doesn't seem to be getting any closer. Samantha, you can hear Dan approaching. Okay, I start walking towards him, gripping the flyer tightly. His fly? I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Samantha, as you walk back down the alleyway, it is much shorter, and there are fewer turns than you remember. Not in Italy anymore. Above, the sky is clear. There are no catwalks or walkways or fire escapes. And you meet Dan at exactly the same crossroads you departed from. At the crossroads, crossroads. Hey, did you 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 find that guy? Dan, Yeah. look at this. What did you find back? Dude, it's a poster of Ralph Macchio. What the hell was that? <laughs> Hold on, I got, a, I got a Facebook update from Roy. It says it was a poster of some guy named Ralph. I'm not quite sure. He's weird. Macchiato? What? Dan, what the hell is going on? I think that was my dad, but something weird happened again. Your dad disappeared after what happened up at the cow. Exactly. You really think that was him? I don't remember your dad being much for a trench coat and fedoras, though. Well, not 2017, Dad. Uh, there was another dad from not 2017? You remember his entire story that he claimed that he was a detective? Yeah, but the doctor said that was all part of the delusion that he made up. That's what the doctor said. I tell you something, I just walked down an alleyway that was three times as long as this one is. No. And I swear to you, it was my dad's footprints with the exact same shoes that he wears. And then I went around the corner, and this was laying on the ground. What are the odds of that, Dan? Nobody in this town has ever been to the Contented Cow, you know that. That doesn't mean they didn't ship literature down here for advertising. And put it in an alley where we were following somebody? That's the best place to advertise. Everyone knows that. Look, if you don't want to believe me, that's fine. Let's just go. If you go far enough back there, you'll find billboards for IHOP and McDonald's and Burger King. You're sleeping on the couch. (laughs) The best course for us is to destroy that book. I agree 100%. I think we may have another issue with this. I have a feeling it might take something a little stronger than fire to take care of it. Well, let's start, and then we can use your 21 in demolition. I was just going to go to the local chemical emporium and pick up some iron oxide and aluminum oxide. Oh, yeah, it's right by the CVS and the five and dime. There is no time for chemistry. There's always time for chemistry, damn it. Let's chemistry. Well, right now, we don't have any chemistry because you don't believe me. (laughs) Relationship struggles. Just have more kids. Tell you what, we'll we'll come back here once we're done with this whole book deal, and we'll go down that alley together, book deal? and we'll. Yeah, I'm writing about the contender. Where's, where's your advance? Because we need to go to Tahiti. It's called In the Mouth of Madness. We published that six months ago. It's a bestseller. Uh. Oh, Sutter Kane. All right, let's let's destroy that book. Okay. We need we need to talk with Roy. I want him to be there. Every, each of us have, we found it together. We need to destroy it together. We need the power of friendship. That's true. <laughs> Form of a bucket of water. <laughs> oh, Wonder Twin powers suck. Once we're done with this book and we're all, we will come back here together with 
flashlights and search dogs and whatever, and we will go down that alleyway, and we will hunt your dad until we can find him. You've got search dogs? Yeah. Damn, Daniel. Well, let's head back to the house then and get prepared. Do you want to stop somewhere on the way? Can you get those chemicals at La Homenards? We're <laughs> heading to La Despart. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I can check and see if there's like a chemist store around here. If not, I might just have to order them off Amazon and we should get them via Prime two-day shipping with our $100 year Amazon Prime membership, which includes many other great benefits. Hashtag sponsors, Amazon. Amazon, please. God. (laughs) Hashtag not sponsored. You know, just pay for the extra one-day shipping. I'm okay with that. Okay. Let's head home and we'll make sure the book hasn't done anything. Wow, I didn't realize you guys were rich. Oh, the book threw a party. Shit, clean up, guys. My parents are home. <laughs> we thought you were responsible enough to be home on your own, Book. You betrayed your responsibility. So uh, the two of you are heading directly home? Yep. So let's switch back to Roy and Bugsy real quick. Finishing up their jaunt at the Screen Door Emporium after several hours. Hey, honey, you see Roy just uploaded 685 photos and they're all screen doors. Huh. So, so uh, Roy, tell, tell me more about this thing that uh, is bugging you. Well, you know, I got that, like, weird-ass book, My Life. Yeah, yeah I think you mentioned it. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's been causing troubles, man. What do you mean, troubles? Well, it, like, turned this picture into a gif. I think you mean gif, don't you? Uh, I mean what I mean. <laughs> All right. Agree to disagree? I'm going to show up out of nowhere and wham screen door over Bugsy's head for saying that. I, I think it's a... Uh, Adree to disagree. I need more storage space on my phone. I've run out at 32 gigabytes. If that wasn't spooky enough, like, my son, like, was talking about it, but then he said he didn't talk about it. Are you seeing things? Are you hearing things? What I are you don't, doing? I, fe- I thought that for a bit, but then I, I feel like I'm not hearing it this many times. I feel like that's statistically improbable. Yeah. Well, you're not drinking again, are you? Well, I mean, obviously, but not enough for this. None of that uh, cocaine stuff. Well, no, no, no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a reputable guy. I got eleven kids. I know, I know you are now. I know you are now. Ten kids. Yeah, I can do whatever I want, but eleven—that's pushing it. I can't, I can't be going around with that stuff. This family goes to eleven. All right. Well, you know, let me know if you need some help or anything. You know, I gotta destroy it sometime. I guess the book. Yeah. Why? Well, we gotta destroy it. It's just a weird book. Get rid of it. Well, that guy was talking to at the prison, he said to, and I feel like might as well. It can't hurt. George Portman? Yeah, he told me to destroy it. He said it's evil. That guy's nuttier than a bag of dicks. That was a terrible analogy. I know. I gotta go with it. Your analogies are bad, and you should feel bad. Nuttier than a bag of nuts. (laughs) Hey, Bugsy's not the brightest guy. Explain this to me, Bugsy. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be cooler? To blow it up with uh, some demolitions, wink, wink. You got a point there. Then t- and not need it blown up. Then to not blow it up. You suddenly get a Facebook update on your phone from me that says I have twenty-one points in that. Yeah, well, I gotta admit, I do like a good blown up thing. See, like there's, I mean, I might as well do it. I mean, at minimum, it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm in. You got some cherry bombs. What do you got? I'm gonna we'll figure it out. My, my buddy, my buddy's got twenty-one in this stuff, dude. Oh no! Oh, does he? Okay. Well, hey, you know what? Wasn't too long ago, maybe a couple months, we confiscated some shit. Ew. Dude. I don't think we can blow the book up with poop. It was uh, it was like old-fashioned dynamite sticks. That is the best. <laughs> right? We gotta use some of that. I think I could probably get one of them out of there. They're just down in the room there. 
been held for nothing. I could I could probably get you one tonight if you want. Dude, that'd be awesome. But only one. Otherwise, they'll know. No, that's I understand. I get it. You gotta be careful with this stuff too. It's uh, it's like dripping this stuff. Hey, dude, I'm not the one with 21. I don't. Know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, fuck it. All right, yeah. Uh, just uh, meet me around back of the station. I'll go out for a smoke break and uh, hold the dynamite really close to my cigarette. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> I need to light a match to see if this dynamite is still good. Oh shit! I I, I lit the wrong one again. I like I like. Got a light? Hold on, I need a match to check to see if there's any gas left in the tank. <laughs> Thank you, Bugsy. I appreciate this. Yeah, no, no sweat. No sweat, buddy. Anything for you. Oh, thanks. I mean, you helped me pick out like six green doors, so what am I going to do? I'm going to pay you back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's the Green Doors Brothers for life. Well, let's head on back and uh, you don't mind if we hit Arby's on the way, do you? Sponsor us, dude. Sponsor us. Hashtag sponsor us, Arby's. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag why are we talking in hashtag? It's kind of getting annoying. Hashtag shut up. Hashtag come over here and make me, bitch. Hashtag don't be mean. Roy and Bugsy head on back to Arkham, and on the way, swing through Arby's to get some Jumoka shakes, curly fries, and... And we get shot. (laughs) You're dead. And you're dead. Uh, So we'll go ahead and pick up with Dan and Samantha. You return home... We're going to order chemicals on Amazon. You can, too. Trust me. I'm going to grab my laptop, bring it into the kitchen, uh, sit down at the kitchen table, and I'm going to open up Amazon.com. Search for iron oxide and aluminum oxide. I'm going to walk into the kitchen and say, have you checked the study? I really don't want to. I don't want to either, but... I say we leave that book be as long as we can leave it be. I'm just going to take a peek. I'm just curious. It bites. I'll be right back. Dan, have we established that you are a Prime member? Yes. My lovely $100 a year Amazon Prime membership, which comes with many lovely benefits, including free two-day shipping on most, if not all, orders. What recommended items does it give you along with this? What What are other people that are buying this buying? Uh, sparklers, which I should pick up too now that I think about it. Nomax pants. And thermal blankets for survival. It's really weird. Dude, will they drone this to you? Yes, we get Amazon air delivery. <laughs> yep. I want to airdrop an order of nitroglycerin. Thanks, Amazon. All right, so Dan easily finds the chemicals that he was searching for, and it appears that they are available in Prime. Awesome. So I'm going to add the uh, aluminum oxide, the iron oxide, and a pack of sparklers to my cart and... Check the reviews. All right. You going to pay for the uh, one-day shipping or... Yeah, I'm going to pay extra for the one-day shipping because we really need to get rid of this damn book. Transaction complete. I'm going to walk up to the study. The door is shut. I remember we shut the door. I'm going to lean in and listen. You don't hear anything. I'm going to put my hand on the door handle and slowly open the door and look into the office. The door creaks open. I heard it. You don't say anything. It looks like a darkened study. I look over at the safe to make sure it's still secured and shut. It's a little dark in there because the curtains have been drawn. I'm going to reach over and flip the light up real quick and pull my hand back out of the room. Okay, you flip on the light and you can see that it appears the study or safe is closed securely. Okay, I'm just going to glance around the room. You glance around the room and you hear from behind the door... Hello, little girl. Dan, you hear an odd noise coming from behind you, just as you see transaction complete on your Amazon. I'm going to reach up and wave wildly behind me to hit anyone who might be standing there. <laughs> no, it, sound, it sounded like a noise maybe from behind you from further into the house. Maybe over towards the study? Um, 
I'm going to get up out of my chair and kind of lean out into the area. We really need to come up with a layout for this house because it's very <laughs> difficult trying to describe what I'm trying to do when the house is just like an ethereal floating set of rooms that we walk between. He's going to lean into his area. I'm going to like lean out of like the kitchen dining room area and see if I hear another strange noise or if it was just me hearing things. Uh, you don't hear anything further. Uh, from where you're seated and leaning back, you can see the study door is open. Uh, I'm going to lean back in and sit back down at the table and keep browsing the web on my computer. You start to hear a ticking sound coming from deeper in the house. I thought we unwound all the clocks in your dad's cuckoo clock collection, damn it. That's the cuckoo thing about them. Cuckoo-cachoo. I am the walrus. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Sponsor us, General Mills. Hashtag not sponsored. We don't want military sponsors, I'm sorry. If we're not sponsored by breakfast cereal, we're not sponsored. I, I say we should get a sponsorship from Captain Crunch. Oops, all berries. He's a four-star general. Stop calling him Captain. Commandant. Four-star General Crunch. Uh, I'm going to shut my laptop closed, stand up, and walk out into the foyer living room area right outside the kitchen to see if I can't pinpoint where the ticking is coming from. It sounds like it's coming from inside the study. I'm going to uh, sit back down at the computer. <laughs> I'm going to nope the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'm going to start walking towards the study, and I'm going to... Hey, Sam, you you okay? There's no response. You can see that the door is open maybe uh, two feet. She's cheating on you. Oh. I'm going to sit back down at my computer and... Uh, <laughs> Grinder? <laughs> yeah. Woo, I'm finally free, Grinder. <laughs> I can be myself. Pants come off. Very carefully kind of stick my head into the room a little bit and go, Sam? Um, sweetie? You stick your head into the doorway. (laughs) Chop. And you can get a clear view of a completely empty study. So, Roy, you you and Bugsy roll back into town and return the U-Haul, and then he can take you someplace if you need to. Or you can go back to the station with him. Uh, I'll go back to the station with him. Just check up on the word around town. See, uh, I'll, I'll look into um, if anything new has happened with Davies. Well, it's funny you should say that. Bugsy drives you back, both both you back to the police station. And as soon as you walk in, there's clearly a lot of activity going around in the front desk. Barfellow is there. He's like, hey, Royal, what are you doing? Whoa. We've been trying to reach you all day. I mean, my phone's been on silent. I've been pretty busy. Oh, that's right. You're with Bugsy. Bugsy's like, yeah, fucking bar fella. I agree with that sentiment. Well, look, uh, the, you, your buddies have been trying to reach you all day. Uh, they just found uh, Ryan Davies and uh, the kids. Which kids? Ryan Davies' kids. Okay, that's good. I when I heard that I heard I thought you meant my kids and I was like wait a second no no it's uh, it's the weirdest thing he uh he drove them off a cliff into a lake oh they found out they found him at the bottom of the lake does Caitlin does she yeah she she she's been waiting to talk to you she's right there in the uh, holding room what's her emotional state like right now you might want to tread softly we made it a whole show without a phone call. <laughs> Yay! But not for lack of trying. I know. I had a joke set up as a ringtone. Oh, nice. 
Maybe next time. I should have ordered one hour of shipping on those chemicals, man. Drone shop. You need your chemicals and you need them now. They're just loose in a box. If they don't get it to you within an hour, they'll, they'll just disintegrate the box. We noticed that you've purchased these chemicals. Would you also like to purchase my chemical romance? For anyone who knows why I'm mixing together aluminum oxide and iron oxide, congratulations, you're a pyro. Yes, if you know anything about those two chemicals, they are not dangerous until you mix them together and then add a little bit of heat. That's how I clean my drains. <laughs> it's a great way. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and launch into our recommendos for this week. Uh, let's start off with Brian. Who's Brian? I'm Samantha. F is for family. It's a new animation. It's on Netflix, original series. And it's basically like American Dad, Family Guy, but set in the 70s, and there's no edit. So you get the F-bomb. You get... Parents screaming at children that they're dumb pieces of shit and they'll never amount to anything. <laughs> it's um, very interesting writing. You actually feel for the characters. Really good character development. Funny. A little bit serious. It's uh, it's really worth it. Second season just came out, so I wasn't going to recommend it until the second season came out in case if it was a one-hit wonder. But um, definitely worth the watch. Interjection. It's got Bill Burr in it, so if True. anyone knows him, he's great. Yeah. Actually, doesn't have him in it. It has his voice. Um, excuse you. <laughs> I'm just trying to help your pitch here. Interjection. I just listened to the Nerdist podcast this morning with Bill Burr. Uh huh. And he was talking about this series, and Justin Long is also in it, which I love. Yes, it's it's really well done. It's it's funny, and it's I mean, it's like a real TV show. I mean, you don't realize it's animated after a while. Nice. So it's good. I'm uh, four episodes into the second season. I've already blown through the first. So All right. We'll give that a watch. And I'm going to go ahead and launch into my recommendal this week. It's called Black Sabbath. Movie, 1963, Mario Bava director, starring the one, the only, Boris Karloff. Ozzy uh, Osbourne. Oh. I have been meaning to watch this movie forever. And for some reason, I get it confused with many other movies of that uh, period. And I thought I had seen this, but lo and behold, I did not. It is an anthology movie, much like Creepshow or Twilight Zone the Movie or Tales from the Dark Side, but circa 1963. So I sort of thought it might be like kind of a hokey, dated thing. It's not. It's uh, truly disturbing. <laughs> Does it take itself seriously? Uh, it, it Well, it does have a little bit of tongue-in-cheek thing going okay. on, but it's not. It's certainly not to the depths of Creepshow or Tales from the Crypt. Okay. There are three stories. The first one's called The Telephone. Depending on which version you watch, uh, Shudder, I believe, is showing the European version cut, which... Uh, rearranges the stories so they they make a little more sense. So the, in this one, the, the telephone is the first one, and it tells the tale of a young woman being tormented by a caller who turns out to be uh, an ex-lover who has escaped prison and who is now on his way to kill her. And he keeps tormenting her with the promise to kill her by daylight. Dead by dawn? Dead by dawn. <laughs> and it, it's, it's essentially just a... Um, uh, you know, cranking up the suspense kind of deal. And there are some twists and turns. A, a girlfriend comes over to try to uh, help her out and keep her calm. And then things go terribly, terribly wrong. So that's a fun one. Uh, the second one is called The Verdilock. And it takes place in a sort of medieval, think of like Dracula time. Boris Karloff is a patriarch of this family who goes out to kill 
this creature. And he tells his family that if he's not back by a certain time, that if he does come back to kill him because he has become one of these creatures. And it takes the uh, point of view of a young sort of swashbuckling prince who is traveling the land and who falls in love with one of the women, uh, the daughters. And then, of course, Boris Karloff does reappear after the appointed time. And it's a cat and mouse to determine if he has actually become the creature or not. And I won't spoil the ending of that either, but it's very creepy but kind of fun with him in it as well. The final one is called The Drop of Water. And it's your typical tale of someone who steals something from the dead that maybe they shouldn't have. Uh, A young sort of nurse is called to verify that this old lady has died, that she's been taken care of. And in dressing her for her funeral, dressing the corpse for the funeral, uh, she spies a ring on the finger that she likes. And she absconds with said ring and lives for a while to regret it and and that was that is a deeply disturbing if you if you google uh black sabbath the drop of water and you look at the images you will see the corpse of the old lady and it is horrifying it will haunt you in your dreams it's one of the scariest things i've seen in, in circa 1963 so i highly recommend it particularly if you're a fan of anthology films and uh, Mario Bava is just great at building suspense, so highly recommended. Oh, she's creepy. I agree. Dreams haunted. All right, let's go ahead and do Gabe next. All right. Bend over. I'm going in dry. You know what time it is? It's time for more wrestling, because wrestling is what everybody needs in their life. Men in tight spandex shorts hitting each other. I got a great indie show. It's been going on. Uh, it's once a year. It's, the reason I'm doing it now is because it's the 2017 edition will probably be coming out around the time that this drops. And it's called The Battle of Los Angeles. It's uh, through a company called Pro Wrestling Gorilla outside of Reseda, California. They've been doing it since 2005. So this is the 12th annual. This year's shows take place on September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And then their DVDs will drop. You can find the DVDs on Amazon or their website at ProWrestlingGorilla.com. These are just some of the best shows i ever seen. They're especially their 2015 show. Their 2015 Battle of Los Angeles is probably the best rest- nights of wrestling I've seen in my life. Because they get um, the best wrestlers from all over the world coming to this tiny gym in Reseda, California. It's yeah, like a- it's cool. We have the best wrestlers. It's like a, uh, it's it's like literally a community center. You get like four hundred people in the audience. The tickets are like a hundred dollars to go to it, and they're all standing. But like guys come to this company and they get paid peanuts because they want to just be a part of this event because it's so fun. And you get the best wrestlers in the world. You get some very serious matches in the tournament matches, but they'll also do like non-tournament matches, which usually end up being hilarious. Like there was one match where halfway through the match someone just yelled slow motion and they started doing the entire thing in (laughs) slow-mo oh jesus or they started literally only kicking each other in the dick like the entire match just just only dick kicks we we call that the kofif move (laughs) aren't we up on trump memes or like wearing just the worst disguises imaginable and then being who are you it's just it's really great and 
if you're only into like WWE stuff and you're trying to get into the outside world, this is the perfect show because you'll see a bunch of styles and a bunch of different companies. So the Battle of Los Angeles. All right, Matthew, why don't you wrap it up for us? Okay. Um, tonight I have a game by a studio called Tequila Works, which is something you would say to someone who wants to wake up the next morning blacked out on the floor covered in vomit. Tequila Works. Uh, it's a game called Rhyme. And basically what it is, is it's, the premise is that you are a small boy who wakes up on the beach of a strange island, and you basically have to navigate this island through either through platforming and solving puzzles, and it's, it's you trying to figure out where you are, what this island is, and what, what the uh, secrets that it holds are. And you uh, get some help from a very lovely fox. Well, was this an indie game? Yeah. Oh, wow. Surprising, I know. <laughs> Is it a silver fox? Okay, I can attest. It's it's a cool game. Yeah, it is absolutely it well. gorgeous. The art style is incredible. The soundtrack is beautiful as well. It's up on. Uh, I know it's up on Google Play. It's probably up on iTunes and other places. But the soundtrack to this game is incredible. It is totally worth listening to. Uh, yeah, it's uh, thirty bucks or your regional equivalent. It's out for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Okay, cool. Well, we'll look that up. All right, let's go ahead and launch into some letters from beyond. Yay. Via Reddit, uh, we did get a shout out from Just Call Me Ancha. And I don't know if this is actually a user or not, but hey, whatever. They sent us a little note. Uh, they say, I don't know if you will even see this, but I want you to know I love your podcast and all of the cast and their characters are fantastic. I have never wanted to play Call of Cthulhu pen and paper game more than ever. Your podcast is so nice to listen to while mowing. It keeps me always wanting more. Keep up the great job, and I hope things keep going well for you guys. So thank you, Just Call Me Ancha. Thank you. appreciate those kind words. Thank you. And uh, you keep on mowing. Yeah, keep mowing. You want more, there's more grass always grows. <laughs> right. Or you can mow down Nazis. That's fine, Just too. Smoke some grass. Just mow them down. Matt, come on. This is a child's podcast. 420 Blaze It. Well, gentlemen, that's it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our social media, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our wiki. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. And if anyone knows who I have to complain to to get one day drone shipping from Amazon, contact me on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. You can also find me on Twitter at Brian Podcasts. And if you don't find me wandering around the streets of Michigan, you can just contact me at Lovecraft Gabe. Until next time, roll for sanity. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.